0: Welcome to episode seventeen of Channel Massive.
1: She's only seventeen. Seventeen.
0: Sorry, thank you. Which we had hoped would be a return to decency after last week's tawdry episode.
2: However, however, we're still going to talk about tits and ass.
0: Hopefully, no nipple soup this time around. (laughs) No, no (laughs) nipple soup on this. (laughs) Jim's
2: not
3: here, so chances are good we'll skate away with. Oh, we
2: are gymless again. We are gymless.
3: He's chosen to see a tool concert over this,
0: which He's is rather tool-like. So for, isn't it?
3: Yes, it is very toolish. Mm. So for those listeners out there who really like to listen to Jim's incessant babbling, uh, he'll be back next time unless he listens to this <laughs> podcast and hears that comment.
0: <laughs> In tonight's show, we are going to start out with what we've been playing, and follow that up with twig. <laughs> Every All kids love Twig Oh yes Or Log And then we will get into meme. Do <laughs> do 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 Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Exactly Mark will Mame us with something about Mame Oh yeah We'll provide you an update on the contest And we have a round table On what we think the Next gen MMO should have Or ideas that we think next gen MMOs should have Oobies. To be classified As the next, next gen.
3: generation that's right.
0: We may have a rant for you too. It, it will be a special surprise that may or may come, may or may not come, depending on Jason's inspiration it, and vibes and feelings. How many
3: beers he consumes between now and the end? I think I've only determined. had uh, one. Well, two. my baby, <laughs> two, to, two so far. My Sorry. baby tried to stop you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Your baby wants beer. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's scary. Not a good sign. No. But you know, I, I told him. I said, you know, you, you have plenty of you have plenty of years to enjoy beer. It's so Don't true. Don't spoil it now. Yes, enjoy the um, cooked squash. And just in case, just in case anybody from social services is listening. Our address is hey, No, it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. All right, folks, stand back. Time to get into why we're playing, what we're playing, why we're playing, what we're playing. How right. we're playing it. And how we're playing it. And who we played it for. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it seems like a little bit too much pressure
3: for me. Yeah. <laughs> go, Jay. Go, Jay.
2: Bring us in. <laughs> um, well, I guess I I guess I guess logged in for a brief moment to play some City of Heroes with you guys Woo. the other night, but... yeah. It didn't last very long.
3: Everybody was, like, uh, suffering from chronic fatigue syndrome. I yeah, think. I yeah, I guess. I think we were. It's like, it's 1130. We're, <laughs> we're like, no, you no, we were more really we good.
0: Oh, it was. It was, like, was incredible surprised. efficiency. You we were just whipping through missions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: We actually got so far, I started to get a trickle of experience. I couldn't believe it. I like, <laughs> I haven't had experience for so long. Well, it's because the characters yeah. that
2: you're playing with are, like, yeah, at you least a few levels above, like above everybody else. So. Yeah,
3: well, because we are... Party makeup. I thought we would go faster. I, yeah. I was more efficient because he could heal, so that's why I did.
2: So. Yeah, but my my healing sucks though, and I'm and I'm like dying. I
3: don't know why. I'm like I've been drawing a lot of aggro. Yeah, you, you're. Uh, I think you're just doing all your lockdown stuff before the tank, and I don't think he's using his his taunting abilities.
2: Well, you know the thing that I've noticed. Since I don't know. Jim's
3: not here to defend himself. Since yeah, just...
2: since Jim's not no- here to defend himself, I'm gonna rag on him for a bit right now. All right. <laughs> no, actually, I think what what happens is is that I try to start locking everybody down, but then Jim like tries to use his taunt ability. And he doesn't necessarily get into the middle of things a lot of the time. Like, he'll stand back for, like, the initial first few seconds. Yeah. He... And then he'll use his taunt ability, thinking that that's just going to draw every all the aggro off of everyone. Yeah, I know. And that's not the case, really. You have to, like, get into the middle of things and use your taunt ability. And if you're going to use that taunt ability, you better slot it up, you know, Wait, fairly what? decently.
0: What, what it up? Slot slotted up. Yeah,
2: sorry if I wasn't, if I wasn't... My uh,
0: speech is already slurring. Yeah, my speech yes. is already
2: slurring, and I've only had, what, three beers already? <laughs> Holy cow. No, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what's going on or not. But anyway, I, I face-planted, like, quite a few times. Yeah, I, and I couldn't do anything.
0: And... That really surprised me. That never yeah. happened before. No,
2: so. no. So, I, I don't know what's going on. Maybe we need to rethink
3: our strategery. Yeah, well, if I'm actually going to start getting experience, I'll just used the <laughs> yeah but yeah you know.
0: don't you have any characters that are around our level no i don't have anything ever since you smelted war eagle
2: yeah i smelting. know it's
3: like tragic
0: smelting
2: accident totally, <laughs> you know mark mark's obsession with
3: perfection yes it's quite
2: destroying funny. destroying tunes over and over again to achieve the the perfect balance
3: i'm an explorer but i'm a
0: horizontal explorer versus yeah. a vertical one <laughs> Did you play any more Tabula
2: Raza? Oh yeah, I yeah. I, I keep playing that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still digging it, man. I, I, I've I've been playing it, and you know, I just I can't I can't seem to break myself free of its grip so far. What can I say?
3: Cool. Well, it's good that it's you know it's just fun. You.
2: I'm I'm thinking you know maybe maybe in a few more episodes I'm going to try to come up with a more in depth review. I you know the last review that I gave was kind of just a more you know, first impressions kind of deal. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the, this, you know, in a couple episodes, I'm hoping to. Because that, that's the point in time where I have to, I have to actually figure out whether I'm going to start paying on a monthly basis for a game. Oh, you know? yeah. Because the, yeah. the free, you know, the free one month is over with, so. The honeymoon's over. Yeah, the honeymoon's, the honeymoon's over. Thing. I have to actually make a choice of whether or not I'm going to stick stick with it and, you know, and, and start paying monthly for it, so you know I'm I'm hoping to you know maybe bust out like a more a more complete review for everyone
0: cool now if you were to look into your crystal ball citing the previous experience you believed enough in Lord of the Rings online that you wanted us to all play it and we gave it a run at Mm -hmm. a LAN party a couple months ago You know, and I hung with that that for a few months I admit that do you feel this game has the potential to be a, a recommendation to the rest of us to all jump in and have one of those sessions again
2: Yeah, I I think it's worth a look. Yeah, I think it's worth a look for all of you, just because it's it's just it plays a lot different. You know, it's uh, you know the combat's different. You know, there's still the same you know the same conventions like quests. You know, or you know missions. You know that you go out and do. You know, there's there's not as many of those ones where you have to like deliver this piece of crap over to one NPC over to another NPC. You know, or you know that kind of thing. Although you still kind of have to do that kind of thing, but it's not nearly as. You don't feel like when you do that thing, it's not nearly as much of a chore because on your way to doing that, there's a lot of other stuff that you could do while you're delivering that broomstick. I like it when they stack
3: quests and stuff. Well, it's not even
2: so much that. It's just it's just the nature of the of the environment that you're in that allows you to to do that kind of thing, so...
0: And I don't know if you saw, but even Jim said in a response to the preview, or the review, video review you posted of...
3: Oh, the Brackish, Brackish Waters, Waters video review? Which is really good, by the way.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, Jim said that he was almost tempted to play the game just from seeing that.
3: Yeah, well, it did look good. I mean, that, that was a pretty cool re- review. I mean, Yeah, is, you know, it's just was-
2: a different experience. It's, it's something... You know, it's not so alien to people, you know, not to... Pardon the pun. Yeah, pardon the pun, but... <laughs> You know, it's not so alien as far as, you know, anybody who's played an MMO will go into and go, whoa, my God, this is a total shift in, right. in thinking or anything shift. like that. Oh. Yeah, it's a total paradigm shift. It's not like that, but it's it's so much, it's a little bit different, and the gameplay is, works a little bit differently to where you'll actually think, man, you know, this is something new, and I can actually play it, and, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's
3: just, it's different. I think for me I I might get bored with the theme (laughs) I don't know that's my only concern is it's like I really liked the Starship Troopers movie (laughs) Um, right you know but I mean I I think I might get a little it might just burn me out if it's always some new iteration of aliens to fight with
2: well you know you're always fighting aliens but you know it's just it's the whole environment It's, it's just you know it just feels different it plays different that's cool you know it's not like you're it doesn't you know to me it, it's, it hasn't seemed so far like I'm grinding for levels or anything like that it's, well that's a nice for day. me it's like yeah. I log on you know and if I level I level if I don't I don't but I'm always I always feel like I've accomplished a
3: little something mm-hmm. that's cool
2: how about you Mark what have you been uh, messing around with I
3: played more Hellgate London um, I got like Are you are are you
2: still positive that that, that that's an MMO?
3: No. (laughs) Oh (laughs) wow not any longer. Well
2: we might have to we might have to discuss this a little bit more in depth.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I I don't know that I don't know the whole MMO criteria is just depends on how strictly you enforce it, I guess. But Yeah. It's MMO like, it's MMO esque. uh, but it's also action RPG at heart, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like then, the impression and so that I So when you look at a game like I X Steel looked at it the, which I'm playing the beta of that Oh you're, you you downloaded the X Steel beta Yeah. That? it's fun but it's more like it's more like Unreal Tournament than an MMO Exactly the only thing I mean, is that you can pay for you can pay for upgrades and you can earn levels and as you get levels you get money so you're enhancing your robot but I mean you basically go into a game lobby and choose uh, whether or not you want to do like a death match, a capture the flag type thing, mm-hmm. a territory control type like domination, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it it's very BattleNet esque, like with Starcraft or Warcraft. It you know it starts to populate the teams and then you go, you know, and. And it it's fun, and it, you know it's it's just way more action oriented. And to call that an MMO, I would feel would be a major stretch. Have kind of a stretch, yeah. Um, ha, uh, but uh, Hellgate London is definitely somewhere in between there. You know, I mean, it, yeah. But like, but anyway, it sounds like you're drifting
2: from your initial thoughts. Where yeah, it...
3: I'm not quite so hardcore on it, and I'm actually kind of bummed out by some of the shortcomings of the game, like. Uh, I've been hung up in the geometry like 10 times now, mm. and when really? it happens, it's fatal. Really? Basically, you, yeah,
2: basically you're probably screwed. If yeah, you, you have to log out,
3: and when you log out, you're back in the your hub area or right. whatever, and you have to, you start, have to start, over. start over, kind uh. of. And um, and I've been talking to one of our our members, and he, um, he says, you know, he hadn't hit it, and he, he hadn't run into the geometry thing until just recently, and it was after the last, like, the... That's point five patch, I think it was, and point the, point five patch. I think that's what it was called. And he hit I it. I think too. I have
2: some news on that, but I, I kind of find it interesting that they label it point five. Yeah, because point five would almost represent like a beta alpha. Status. <laughs> or
3: alpha status, because
2: yeah. you know, it's like when you when you hear version numbers, it's normally yeah. like point one point oh or one point zero something or 0.5. whatever. Yeah, it, This isn't sure. even like... that. It's not even, even at the one-point-something status. It's like 0. 0.52, you know? Yeah, I don't know what that's I, all about. That kind of... I don't know. That kind of creeps me out a little bit when it comes <laughs> to game patch numbers.
3: But So, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that, a little bit of X-Steel, uh, a little bit of EverQuest 2. Although, I got to say, with EverQuest 2, I, I hadn't logged in in a while, and I wanted yeah. to. And um, it said... Oh, it needs to do this update, and then and then while I was waiting forever for the update, I saw this thing that said I could get like these um, a lot more um, sounds for the game. Like I think it's like in-game um, narratives and stuff for quests or whatever. And I think it's some combat. So it's like a voice slot, pack voice or something. Packs. Like that. So I got. I think I signed up for eight or six of them or something like that. Well, then my projected downtime, download time became like four hours, and then I saw <laughs> this thing that said, download the new SOE um, beta launcher thing, and I thought, oh, well, maybe the beta launcher has some better technology, like, like you know how WoW has the BitTorrent thing or something, where you can get, you know, all these different computers to yeah. be helping you out. So I downloaded that and started over, and of course, then it was like, it, went, it started at four hours, and it was like five hours, and, and I... I couldn't believe, <laughs> and then I I came I went I went somewhere came back checked the computer it was up to six hours I'm like I'm going backwards here what's the deal so it seems like they need to for the for the SOE site they they could definitely show us a little more love bandwidth wise because I'm I don't think it was that humongous of a download I mean right. I it just I, I get like, it like about forever. eight megabit downloads at home you know <laughs> so. I mean, that's my speed.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, right we have a get. pretty... Actually, I think your internet connection is faster than mine,
3: so... I paid the extra for the... Yeah. Because I want to download. When I want to download it, I don't want to wait all day, right? So, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm just a total downloading consumer, I guess. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that was, that was most... So my EverQuest 2 experience consisted entirely of patching it <laughs> and getting my new, my new voice packs and everything. And then I was like, there's that... the." Kunark expansion is out, and I thought, dare I sign up for that too while I'm... And I thought, no, you know what, I'm just going to... Because that's going to add
2: like another four hours yeah, of that, download four time. Hour Why not?
3: Fourteen at the rate I was going, so yeah. I played a conservative and think I'll get logged in and play a little before I try and do that you know, again. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what I, what I... And of course, the City of Heroes night where we were strangely all very tired, and but efficient. Yeah, we didn't
0: talk much. But we got stuff done. Yeah. That yeah, was pretty cool. We were there to kick ass Actually, and chew bubblegum. We were all out of bubblegum. At least yeah. in the beginning, making stupid jokes.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Say my costume looked like a Broncos cheerleader. It does. Which one was <laughs> that? Yeah, what's your, what's your problem? This Death Angel one that's blue and orange. Well, maybe she should be like Bronco Angel or Death Bronco or. Death cheerleader. Death leader. Bronco X. <laughs> yeah, i got to have an X at the end. What about you, Noah? What did you do?
0: Let's see, on the DS, I've been playing Phoenix Wright 3, which is a lawyer adventure game.
3: Lawyer adventure game?
2: Was that like a law and order thing? No, or it's... Like, it's like, gong gong, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Every,
3: every time something major happens, gong gong. <laughs> I know. You know. For a commercial break.
0: No, you play as a defense attorney who is always, his objective is always to try to find out why his, his defendant, who at the start of every mystery always seems like the primary culprit or has been accused of the crime, why that person's innocent. You do investigations, you talk to people and search for evidence, and then you go into the courtroom and you look for holes in the prosecution's arguments and in all the witness testimonies and present evidence to justify that. So I've been playing that. I've been playing Super Mario Galaxy on Wii, and as well as Zack and Wiki, and also, of course, City of Heroes. And I moved over Dynamite and the Fab Pharaoh character. Oh, cool. So that we can put them into the super group and take advantage of that. extra. Dynamite! Sweet. Sweet. But I, you know what? I, would, I redesigned my Pharaoh character so he doesn't look like he did at all oh. so it looks quite different and I actually was thinking about smelting him but not in the way that you do Mark oh. I was thinking about using the veteran rewards and and also the renaming thing and just changing him completely in appearance using one of the free tailor sessions and buying a name oh, change oh yeah you could totally do that and reconstructing him and respecting him completely to be like the level level 14 version of what I have a level 1 of sitting right now oh that's a cool idea why not you should totally do it so I can have a primary healer character because that's what I really yeah. like to also play as that'd be
2: really cool yeah. I was going to ask you how, the how, how your experiences smell. with uh, the, the new Super Mario have been because I, I, I've heard through the grapevine that for, for this Christmas I might be receiving a a Xbox 360 or a Nintendo Wii I'm not sure which which exactly, is awesome but, but that's like cool it's
0: win-win either way yeah
2: it is win-win either way I think but you know, I, uh, of course, I'm kind of leaning towards the Wii, just because I, you know, I kind of want to mess with that new controller and stuff. If you get but... the
3: Wii, I, I could trade you my Nintendo 64. <laughs> oh no, I don't think so. <laughs> really although I'd like, really to, cool. Although
2: I do love some of the Nintendo 64 games. I love Castlevania Four. That that oh, was yeah. like one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games of all time. But, um, yeah, through the grapevine, I've learned that I'll I'll I'll
0: probably be receiving one or the other. So I'm, you know, I'm for me with pretty stoked. The release of Rock Band this week, that's almost oh, been pushing yes. me over the brink into getting a 360 I know, I know. It's been almost pushing me over
3: the brink of just buying it.
0: Like <laughs> I keep yeah. wanting to, and then I run out
3: of time every day to go figure out. I have to figure out where one is locally.
0: Yeah. Well, Best Buy, that's the place I was going to go for. Oh, it—and yeah? In the news, they had an unexpected problem with getting their supplies, and they had a midnight event sell the game and they then a lot of stores got zero product in.
3: Oh no. Like it'll
0: come in on Tuesday or Wednesday. You think they're
3: gonna have a midnight event tonight?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> this podcast that. is officially closed. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> One of and what stinks is I love Best Buy's website because you can look up a specific product and they'll tell you exactly at which stores they have it in stock. Uh-huh. But Rock Band it's just coming soon. You can't do oh. a store stock search. Oh, but man, I want to
3: play that game. I want that game so bad. Oh. I want. I, I've heard such good things about it. I think
2: that's the only reason why I think I want to get it. Why I'd rather have the 360 over the Wii.
0: Well, Mass right Effect now. just came out this that's week. That's supposed to be awesome.
2: Well, that too. Cool. I mean, I'm always. I'm a BioWare fanboy. What and can Conan I think. will be out
3: for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, cute That's, that's another Andy reason. Mm-hmm. That's definitely another reason why to get a 360. So many
0: games, a little money it's <laughs> a little time the problem. Hey, I you know. have the time. Even that even if you have See, the that's team. the
2: thing. I mean, I'd never get any sleep cuz I'd like I I'd, I'd like lay on the couch and I'd be all <laughs> And then I'd probably fall asleep on the couch playing Age of Conan and my character would be all bloody
3: and dead. I've done that before. The <laughs> uh, Diablo too.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember you told me about that, that the crazy infamous. gaming I can, session. I can, where...
3: I can get through Act 4 in one night.
2: Yeah, you were going to go through act, actually the
3: whole hell level. Yeah, like... and I thought I could do it. And it like, <laughs> yeah, I that never happened. At, I woke up at 5 a.m. like drooling in my keyboard, and my character was naked, and I had no idea where
0: I died. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Well, I guess better in a game than in real life. Well, that that's another story. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Help me! I don't know where I am. Yeah, that happened.
2: That happened to me on my twenty-first birthday.
0: <laughs> but that's another story. That is another story. Yeah. Uh, yes. We're only confessing about our games, not our previous sins. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I think that's wraps. Well, let's up. take a break and get we'll into play. the news. Okay. Jason? Has it been a week of good news or bad news? Yeah. <laughs> it must be that it's the week in gaming! Yeah! <laughs> 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 news burst! News burst!
2: Uh, We're a little actually, over. it's kind of it's been a kind even. of lame week for as far as news goes. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Make some up, like one up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> Draw some conclusions. Uh, World some of conclusions. Warcraft will now be switching to a all- I'll, uh, sub- I'll pay you know just a free free to play, uh subscription base in China. Actually, that that was
3: not that made w- up, is it? <laughs> that was
2: actually That's actually not made up. That was that was the original story, I guess, to begin with. Hmm. Uh, hmm. According to uh, Blizzard's uh, liaisons in in China, dangerous liaisons. Yeah, d- <laughs> yeah. They, well, you know, it was kind of funny because. Because the CEO was like, oh, yes, we're we're, we're thinking about the possibility of going free-to-play on this. And then I think somebody from Blizzard must have came down and said, "Uh, no, (laughs) that's uh, not going to (laughs) work. Because uh, if we go free-to-play in China, then all the American-based customers will probably be screaming from the uh, top of their lungs. I mean, I know they get a
3: percentage of what we pay per person already. It's nowhere near Yeah,
2: exactly. So... But you know that, that. You know that was just kind of like a funny little thing <laughs> that happened in the middle of the week, where the you know they were they kind of stood up and went, <laughs> "We're going to turn it free to play for everybody in China." And <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure somebody from Blizzard went. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Fire him. Uh, excuse me. No, that ain't that ain't gonna work.
3: I checked my date, and it's not April first. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Um uh also talking about Blizzard, um, they've come up with some of those new commercials. I guess they're starting a new little campaign where they have Mr T no. Mr T comes out and does a commercial for, for World of Warcraft. And that actually that's the most hilarious one that I've seen so far. They've got Mr T, William Shatner, and oh, appara- William Shatner. And apparently they're apparently they're getting um uh, what's his name uh vern troyer who oh, who also no. plays mini me no oh, no yes yes vern troiner Ver, vern troiner the Speaking the little midget of commercials
3: are you guys sick of the assassins creed commercials yet
2: i've i've seen only them. seen two of, two of them so far and they've only been playing I don't know. I've only seen like I've only seen it a couple times. What what channel are you watching? I, I think
3: it's like Spike TV. Ah, yes. It, well, target demographic. There right you go. <laughs> I'll just out myself now. I, I like to watch the UFC. <laughs> and it was in the UFC even they like the latest one. It was like there was a huge commercial where. See, and I've been watching one like one the fighters was endorsing the game, and what's really? sad is the game is hmm. like everything I was bitching about in one of our previous podcasts when I was like, when they put all of the effort in the first 20 minutes of the game, and then the rest of it is just re- repetition, Yeah, that's that game
0: from every review I've heard. Wow. Which well, is sad, because it looks so cool. It looks like it has so much potential. Yeah, I mean, it looks yeah. cool.
2: I've, I've only seen the commercials like a couple times here and there, when it, whenever I happen to of course watch Spike TV, because I I do watch Spike TV. J-
1: uh, um,
3: Noah, you want to admit your... G4. Your you know, of Spike course G4. I watch G4 oh. on occasion. Uh, come on, Noah. You know you watch it.
2: Yeah, but you know I really I, I don't know. I you guess I just haven't the UFC. Yeah. O- of course. What what did <laughs> I watch? What was it? Versus Network shows like the the what's the? It's like the World Combat League or oh yeah yeah or or it's, like a it's Chuck like, Norris one. No. Oh no no no. Maybe it's not that one. It, it, <laughs> it, or maybe it's World Extreme Cage Fighting. Maybe it's like the WEC <laughs> something like that. I don't know. I I guess that's just that that's something for another day. I guess. But I think I saw that commercial on I've that. I've been on that.
3: saturated with Assassin's Creed commercials. Huh. Like, I close my eyes and I see the guy, like, <laughs> going across the roof in slow motion and Excellent. killing a Knights Knights Templar guy Sweet. or something. I'm sure the
0: marketeers are pleased to hear that.
3: Oh, yeah. But I'm never going to buy it because I was like, this you game lie. intrigues me. I should read some reviews. And then all the reviews just slam it, so...
2: Anyway, the the, the commercials ultimate. that I've seen, so they only have. I, I guess the one with Mini Me isn't out yet; mm. hasn't been produced yet. But uh, the one was the one with Mr. T is probably the best one out of out of the ones that I've seen so far. That sounds the, hilarious. the Captain Kirk one eh, <laughs> is just kind of so so, but the Mr. T one is pretty is pretty funny in my in my I opinion. Should totally
3: run one with Cartman from the um that World of Warcraft episode where he's <laughs> okay, Kenny. He, uh, you know, <laughs> he's like. Blessing Kings, okay. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: okay, and then you gotta cast this spell, and then blah, blah, blah. It's kind of, you know,
3: uh,
2: I have to say, and this is probably, you know, a topic we can address at another time, but it's like Blizzard's... Blizzard's kind of taken this and made it more mainstream where, where like even that Toyota commercial everybody's seen the Toyota commercial where, where the Toyota Tundra comes out and the, and the, oh, and yeah. the, the he, he plays the dwarf and the dwarf summons this huge Toyota Tundra car yeah. and he like drives through the land and then he like dives into the the dragon and yeah. the, you know, and then he pops out of the dragon and kills unscathed. it and stuff, you know. Which wasn't actually happen
3: with the real Tundra,
2: you know. It's just yeah, exactly. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that, you know, it, you know, it's just kind of funny how, how hooked they've got like so many people even. Advertisers of major companies it's mainstream, like you know the, On the game And, and so they They mm-hmm. make commercials Based off of their games Because
3: I don't think like back It's in... gotta
2: be You know It's gotta be You know Kind of a big ego boost for them back, and...
3: back in the day You know EverQuest players Never could overcome The stigma of I play EverQuest Oh you're a total Yeah, they're like foolish, Total dorks You know nerd, Power dork, right? Yeah But if you say I play WoW They're like Oh really? That That's pretty Yeah, pretty you know Everybody's weird. like
2: Oh yeah, yeah I do and, too, you yeah. know <laughs> Yeah
3: I can't help myself.
2: I don't know. I I just, you know, I think it's kind of a you know an interesting dynamic that that World of Warcraft has brought into the world. Um, another, I, I you know we we touched on this earlier. Hellgate London released the patch zero point five. Yeah. Um. My question was: Is does this patch make it a massively multiplayer role-playing game? <laughs> 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 That's the question of the day. You know, it's like distilled. The question will not die, and I, you know, and my my opinion, of course, is no, it's not. You know, it's just a traitor. You know, it's just a big RPG that has you know multiplayer elements well uh, it has some multiplayer aspects to it but it's really not because you could solo the whole thing by yourself if you Mm -hmm. wanted to
3: wow too for that argument
2: yeah but you know the the thing is is that you miss out on a lot of stuff if you decide to you know not group with anybody so
3: I don't know I don't know I kind of after I started grouping with people, kind of missed the solo lifestyle <laughs> a little bit. Oh yeah! yeah with wow, I was like,
2: wow! Yeah. I used to just yeah, you know, and that, that's you know that's part of the you know that's part of the problem too. You know, sometimes it just depends on yeah, you know when you're logged on or whatever. But I, I don't know. I guess this latest patch fixed a lot of bugs. Um, whether it fixed the geometry bugs, you know, that you were speaking of earlier, nope, I don't it know. Doesn't. It doesn't. Confirmed. Well, yeah. You know. Unfortunate. Maybe that's why it's only patch 0.5. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for 1.0. Yeah. You know, that. You know, that's what cracks me up. It's like, okay, why well, isn't this patch 1. Point something, something, something as opposed to 0. Point something?
3: Yeah, it's That, an, it's an that basically
2: thing. tells me that your game wasn't finished yet from the very beginning. Or they started at negative one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I never <laughs> thought of it that way. Yay,
3: we're finally in the positives.
2: <laughs> um That'd be realistic. There's a uh, new MMO calendar for uh, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Um, MMO Portal sponsors this.
3: I tried to find details on the calendar, like what it was, and I could never get it. Like,
2: yeah, extra- but apparently it's just, you know, it's done with the artwork from all different kinds of MMOs, Age of Conan is involved, mm. uh, Dark Age of Camelot, Dungeons & Dragons Online, Eve Online, EverQuest, EverQuest 2, Lord of the Rings Online, Pirates of the Burning Sea, um, Stargate Worlds.
3: Poor Vanguard got own. left out again.
2: Yeah, there I isn't a Vanguard uh, month, no apparently. No picture of that mouse guy on the boat. Of course, World of Warcraft and Warhammer Online is involved. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you know, and, and all proceeds. You know, it's kind of cool. It's just a fundraiser for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Um, you know, if you're interested, go to calendar.mmoportal.com. Uh, and they even, have, you know, if you purchase a a calendar, you you become qualified to win a bunch of prizes.
3: More calendars?
2: No, no. I'll, li- I'll list the prizes. <laughs> you can get a Age of Conan beta key. Cool. Um, you can get a. Uh, one month of free game time in Dark Edge Camelot. Um, <laughs>
3: That's not a prize. That's a punishment. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Why? Well, I,
2: I wouldn't sorry. say that. I, I, I didn't hate that game. That's I my thought editorial. it was a pretty decent game.
3: <laughs> I can't
0: stand that. Well there game. is uh, one month free of Star Wars Galaxies.
3: That would be a punishment. Oh that would rock. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be diametrically to um, you on every point of view tonight. Dungeons and
2: Dragons online, you get a you get a free month. Cool. Everquest and Everquest Two, you get a month of free game time. Uh, Guild Wars, you actually get a free copy of Guild Wars Platinum oh, that's, uh, for that's that. Nice. Uh, Lord of the Rings Online, they give a, they get they they're giving a free month. Uh, Stargate Worlds, they're giving away a beta key. Warhammer, they get they're giving away a beta key as well. That would be the one. Yeah, that would be great. That would be awesome. Uh, and World of Warcraft is, of course, giving away a free month of uh, game time as well.
3: What if you live in China?
2: Anyway, the the point is, is that regardless of the quality of games or, or your tastes or whatnot, <laughs> you know, sorry. it's all going towards a good cause. <laughs>
3: no, it's really good.
2: You know, it's a good cause.
3: All jokes aside, you know,
2: St. Jude's Research Hospital—they do a lot of good stuff. You know, they're, you know, hey, how 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 can you argue with that kind of thing? You can't. No. And of course, there's another story, straight from the crazy A- Asian gamers file. You know, you got damn oh, yeah. crazy Asian gamers out there.
3: Let me guess. After 72 hours of playing StarCraft. Oh
2: no! Oh, okay. <laughs> no, this isn't one of those. Vietnamese boy 13 kills women for money to play video games. Sweet. Yes, yeah, so police in Vietnam have arrested a 13-year-old boy who's accused of murdering and robbing an 81-year-old woman oh my for money to play online games. Uh, this kid was arrested at his home. Uh, basically, he took 100,000 dong, which is apparently worth $6.2 from her. <laughs> yeah, if you think the American dollar is in trouble... Well, apparently the Vietnamese Dong is not doing very good as well. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he's gonna. They're gonna send him to a re-education camp, and That's, they they might release him oh after no. he shows enough good behavior. Uh, yeah. So this is just another one of those crazy incidents. You know, it's like. Asians, if you want me to report good news on you, then quit doing jacked-up stuff like this. Act more American and, like, I don't know, randomly... Well, no, I mean, and I'm not saying that Americans aren't addicted to online gaming, but... And
3: candy-flavored meth now.
2: Yeah, yeah, apparently we are addicted to candy-flavored meth, but... Yeah. What? You no know, problem. you just... You news don't hear tonight. stories like this about... About online gaming in, in the United States, it's always you know, I've gone on a sixty four hour gaming binge and and I died in an internet cafe. Where does that story come from? It comes from an Asian country. Why? They they must just like their games better. Yeah, they, you guys take it way
0: too they seriously. Take it serious.
2: Anyway, you know, that that's all I'm going to say on that. And that—and—and unfortunately, on that downer note, that's the
3: week in gaming! Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Thanks, Jake. Uh, so I was just going to... Um, well, I had planned on pimping a podcast tonight, but um, it looks like over at Virgin Worlds that um, Brent has added a subscription model, and I think I'll just take my spot for that and just say that uh, i think it's a it's a really cool thing um, what he's done over the last 2 years how he's built that site up how he's continued to keep it really professional um, it's been he's been uh, great for the he's been great for the community great for the community i i think the inspiration for this show kind of came at least for me half from what prince done and then the other half would be what the instance guys have done after listening to both of those i thought you know i'd like to kind of do something too so anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out to, to Brent and say, uh, you know, I, I subscribed to it as soon as, as I saw that there was a way to do it. So just give him a little something to help with all those fees. I mean, if you think about it, he has like 2,500 downloads for his podcast, uh, right. each podcast. And then he's got the Collective up there, too, which is a collection of like, I think it's like 12 or so really good podcasts. Um and and so if you think of all the downloads that are happening and all the bandwidth that that consumes um, you know, it's got to be a little more expensive than yeah. your average website to maintain. Not only that, but... Than then what we have to deal with what on we the ha- yeah. basis? It's, well, with our, our percentage of 2,500 that we have. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, and the other thing is he goes to all these conferences, too. He goes to GDC. goes, you know, he's, he's always going to the conferences and reporting from them, usually daily reports. Right. And so there's a lot of quality there. And you could continue to just get the podcast, you know, for free that he does or you can you know you know sign in for like you know sign up for like a four dollar a month subscription model which what does it buy you i think it gets you a little bit of enhanced content like i think you can probably get some better access to his website and i think there's some some like supplementary podcasts he's planning on doing but i think the real point of it is to just support something that you believe in and it it starts at like four dollars and goes up to infinity i mean if you really wanted to give him a thousand dollars a month or something crazy you know if you're like an angel investor or something like that you could do that too but uh i just just wanted to kind of call attention to Well him. you know honestly i mean he you know he
2: he pimps out a lot of, of oh, stuff for the community yeah and, and all the time he i think he does a good job doing it and yeah you know if if you know if you know if he needs some extra financial income to to keep this going. I'm all for it. Me too. You
3: know, I, I mean, you know, you could think of it as like, well, am I still subscribed to an MMO that I haven't played for six months? You know, maybe cancel that sucker. It's like not like they're gonna delete your characters and reallocate some funds to something that you do use and enjoy. You know, so exactly. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much my my pimping. My whole goal here was. To make it so that if Brent himself heard this podcast, he would go and subscribe to his own model. <laughs> Hopefully it was that convincing. <laughs> so, uh,
0: so anyway, what's our next topic? We are going to talk about your quest to create an arcade machine at home. Dork. Oh, chapter 2. Dork. Chapter 2.
3: So, Jim and I have been... Um, we announced in our last episode we were going to be working towards completing our MAME systems. And we kind of defined what they were and talked about what we plan to add to the uh, Channel Massive website to kind of chronicle our adventures. Um, The advantage that I have is that I am slightly ahead of Jim and that I already have a cabinet that I've gutted. Um, So, basically, Jim's playing catch-up this week.
2: but that cabinet is so cool. I wish you wouldn't have destroyed it. Uh,
3: Ah, well. Double dragon. It'll be reborn. (laughs) Double dragon, man! It'll be reborn and better than ever. But, uh, Anyway, Jim has identified a cheap cabinet source that had a couple of games, which I had never saw, but he had pictures of them, and they were really hokey, like, 80s-era arcade games. Um, both cabinets are, like, $100 that he can pick up locally, so he's going to try and get one of them this week. Like, well, this week might be tough. I guess probably early next week, and we'll have more to report after that. Quick and easy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no. Jason and Noah are going to fight for who can... Update us on the contest <laughs> status. <laughs> They're both just it's chomping. At two men business. enter,
2: one man leaves. Two <laughs> men <laughs> enter, one man leaves.
3: Master Blaster. Oh, um. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll, I guess I'll do it. What the hell? Uh, anyway, as Victory. as some of you may or may not know, we are running a uh, a channel massive holiday trivia MMO giveaway. Uh, basically, hey, you know, you get you get to have your choice of Age of Conan or Warhammer Online. You know, we'll pre-order it for you through Amazon.com. The question is, in what online game did Jim have his first sexual online encounter? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. See? And all you got to do is you got to go back, you got to listen to our past podcasts in order to get that information and then shoot us over an email At mail, M-A-I-L. Thank you. At channelmassive.com. you have to do that before Thursday, December 13th, 2007, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank (laughs) If if there's more than one winning answer, we will have to choose a winner from a random drawing. And, uh, you know, just got got to visit our website, channelmassive.com, for uh, complete and official contest information.
0: Listen, helmsman. So for this evening's roundtable, we're going to talk about a topic that we I don't know anything about at no, last
2: no. week. We kind of bring this up quite a bit, though. I, th- I think we've been bringing this up in our, you know, last few podcasts. Really, I mean, it's it's just an ongoing thing.
0: I think so everybody that, brings you it might up. Find this conversation highly redundant or hey, hands off the brownie? Thoughtfully <laughs> stimulating. Yeah. But we're going to share what we think or at least what we'd like to see in future MMOs to truly define them as next gen. Next gen. That sounds so cool.
2: Next gen. That,
3: like, the future. Yeah, the future. <laughs> <laughs> this is a message from the future. No. No! The Prince of Darkness must not be released. The future. <laughs> the future scares me. Sorry.
0: <laughs> not that kind of evil future. And you know, there there may not be a watershed MMO that comes out that just totally rewrites the book. There may, Or there may be. I, I have a feeling it'll be more evolutionary where one game will get something done. Right, that just seems really cool and then we'll see it emulated in all future MMOs and patchworked into existing ones
2: so you mean like maybe the next Blizzard MMO will basically incorporate what people have done over the past few years and then like in the year like te- 2010 will create the most ungodly MMO of all time again? again
0: perhaps maybe. <laughs> it's possible <laughs> Or yeah. it could be somebody else. You yeah. Know, you kind of see that in the... We've seen that in the first-person shooter genre with Crytek, a little company out of Eastern Europe that came out of nowhere and released Far Cry and made a huge waves in the FPS right. genre and then continue to do so with Crisis. Yeah. It's... It'd be really oh, interesting. I haven't seen
2: that one yet, man. I want to get it, though.
3: Looks pretty sweet. I can show it to you, but in slow motion, because my system's not up to the... Uh, oh.
0: I've read that pretty much any system's not up to the technical demands of that game.
3: Oh, I can play it in 800 by 600 in the lowest possible settings, and it looks like crap that
0: Oh, one. my God. Wow.
3: Yeah. I had no idea. I have a dual-core SLI system that just... Are they going to come out with it for, for the 360?
0: Disc? Huh? Are they coming out with it for the if, 360? I, I don't know if they've said anything about that yet. Yeah. I want
3: to. If they do, that, that'd be the place to get it for now. Man. Of course, in like, you know, 18 months, it'll be child's play to run it on your computer, right, and you can right. have it in a window off to the side or something. You can run
0: three of them. Who knows? Such is the nature of PC gaming. Yeah, it's true. So back to MMOs. Mark, what type uh, of things focus. do you think you would define a next-gen MMO?
3: I tried to make a little list because I feel like next-gen MMO is thrown around so much. It's like, what, what what clearly defines each generation? Yeah. To be, like, aren't we slipping into next-generation stuff now? Or is it I perpetually so. on the horizon? So, you know, is it like after the feature becomes commonplace, is it no longer next-gen? What are the criteria? I couldn't quite figure it out. But I try to think of some stuff that, to me, might be something new in next generation in, in that, you know, it's different. And so, um, here's a list in some of the games that may or may not apply. Um, twitchier combat, you know, not the kind of combat where you target with something like a tab key, you know, you're locked into it, you can do next target, previous target, and then you, and you you know, fire up, forget, skill and then Choose your skill, cue your skills, cue it could skill be that up. slow. Right. You know, a lot of people have been arguing um, lately that for us older guys and 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 ladies, that um, you know, we need our game slower. I totally disagree. I mean, I, I think I think anybody on this podcast except for poor Jim could log into like a Quake Three game, you know, and probably be in the top quarter. I mean, we. we <laughs> you we know, are not that slow. I don't you know. know, man. Well, I, that's okay. why I'm kind of I'm kind of frightened to log Let on me just to say, like, a first-person uh, shooter type game. Um, you know, I, I don't think that I don't think that like you necessarily get like super slow reactions after you pass the age of thirty. And I don't know that we all necessarily prefer. Like a slower paced strategic game like that. If I want something like that, I'll play Civilization, where I can take like All a right. gazillion thought, right. you know, process cycles to think about what I want to do. Yeah. But so I thought, you know, maybe a next gen feature would be something twitchy, because I think that the way they're currently done isn't because we like a slow pace. I think it's because it, a lot of it comes from the old it's just code, been there. the old established, you know, genre that we got from the muds, which we had bandwidth constrictions. We didn't have, you know, a lot of the technology. So, yeah, it, it, you couldn't really target somebody with text, right? You had to say, attack the bear, you know, All or right. whatever. Kill the rat. So, I think twitchy combat would be kind of the first thing. And by twitchy, I mean maybe you target by whatever the reticule. Retic- what how do you pronounce ridicule. it? Ridicule. Reticule. Reticule? That's ridiculous. No. Okay. <laughs> the reticule, whatever that is over, you know, maybe that's your target. Or maybe it has quasi-auto-targeting, kind of like... Like a um, console game, like Halo or something, where you're close to him and that kind of gets you on the target, something like that. It'd be cool as if
0: your reticule was kind of split up like a Simon, it's split up into four quads. quadrants, uh-huh. or maybe just two semicircles. And you click and you highlight on the target, and you click quickly drag it into one of the quads for whatever attack you want it to be. Oh, um, right, right, right. So you're Let not using ch- the you don't highlight it and then hit one, kind two, of like four, a, or three. I told you, you not to touch my brownie. Well, move it away! Sorry. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> the brownie is um, calling it. So him. that'd be kind of like in like that game, um, Ar- Ar- what was it, Arcs Fatalis or something like that? They had this like gesture based system with the mouse, you know? Would it yeah, be I don't something, know if you something to do
0: that? That sounds neat, but it sounds like a pain in the butt. But if you're just like rapidly selecting well, something. Yeah, and and you're you're changing really, you'd, you'd the have normal. to
3: do
2: it really fast too if yeah. you're trying to engage somebody in combat like that.
3: You know, but, I mean, concepts like that would be, I think, next generation. I was trying to think of games that might employ that now, or that are on the horizon, and I came up with, like, uh, Tabula Raza. Yes. um, Hellgate London, which... uh, Are you sure that's an MMO? Oh, screw that. (laughs) And then I think the agency is supposed to be a heck of a lot more um, on the twitchy side, I think too. I think Gage of Conan too is supposed to. It Looks like it. I try I to just implement haven't, some, some of those know,
2: kind of features as well.
3: Yeah, I, 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 that's probably another good one. Um, but those those might be games that would employ that kind of a thing. Um, another feature that I thought of would be where the PvP and PVE are balanced right off the bat, um, because it seems in a lot of games they start the, they build the MMO for PVE or they build it specifically for PvP. And then the other side of the coin suffers because of the resources allocated fully towards the the primary goal. Like Guild Wars, for instance, was designed for PvP, but it has this really good PvE element, and I think it may be one of the first ones where they got the balance right. Um, World of Warcraft would be an example where it's not balanced very well, in my opinion. You know, some people, you could argue the point. Right. Um, Age of Conan looks like it's going to have a good balance there um, as far as a oh, lot well, of the a lot right. of what happens in the world is AI-based reacting to what you're doing for the environmental stuff, but there's still a lot of PvP. I mean, and the PvP is readily accessible. You walk into a bar and you have a special PvP system that occurs there for brawling, that type of a thing. There's um, Warhammer, Warhammer Online. Warhammer Online is just completely designed for it. Right. And... Um, while PvE isn't a primary concern, it's still not going to be neglected, right? It's still, it's still something that's a big factor of the game. So, you know, those, those titles, you know, Guild Wars already has it, I, I think. Um, you know, it doesn't have the heavy, heavy PvE like what raiders do, but it does have, you know, PvE campaigns that people like to pay to play. You know, people are buying the new content and they're going through it. And I don't think they're doing it just solely for the skills that they could have for PvP. So uh, Another topic for this would be, um, m- you know, better story writing. Something more like what Bioware would come up with for a game, as opposed to the Kill Tin Rats type of... of uh,
0: bring me the head.
3: Bring me the head of such and what such.
2: What do you mean? You mean like quests?
3: Well, I mean like the quest system would be based more around an immersive storyline... Um, maybe with, you know, very complex or stacked quests or quests that are dynamically created or, you know, um, right. okay. quests that maybe maybe you stumble across. You know, kind of like how the badge system works in City of Heroes, how you see that you're getting a badge, but you don't know what it is exactly. And then as you get closer, you realize it's because you're killing Vasilox or something like that. Um, and maybe after you get a certain number, that's when you finish the quest. But it's not a quest you signed up for. It's just an achievement kind of thing that you're getting by playing the game. Well, that, okay, but that,
2: but you're, we're we're talking about next gen here. Games already have that. Some some do.
3: Some some definitely. Tom Clancy's has it. Yeah, um, and State well, Heroes
2: of course and, has it.
3: And I think that's kind of where I'm coming from. Is like for this next gen stuff, a lot of the stuff that people have been talking about, maybe one game will have one element. You know, mm-hmm. and maybe none have it you know but and then and the other thing would just be better story writing you know in general i mean i don't think that a lot of the mmos out there have you know that high fantasy or high or you know great sci-fi you know storyline running right i mean the quests tend to be really shallow as far as i can tell i I've, I've never played a game where i'm like totally captivated by this You know, like, how will the story play out? I've never Mm. had anything like that in an MMO. RPGs, definitely, but never in an MMO. And I don't know what your thoughts are. No, I agree with that. You know, I think
0: it's a function of the design that they can't ever make a... The storyline leave a lasting impact on the game world because... Because you're more focused on
2: leveling your character, you know? You're all... Right. It's all about leveling and getting to that next level where... Or it's like the story just becomes background fodder for whatever.
3: But with creative instancing or something like that, you know, it's got to be possible to do it, I think. Um, Another thing that has always bugged the hell out of me is the truly interactive environment. It's like, here's an example, like in World of Warcraft, you can't hardly interact with anything. I mean, anything. There's barrels stacked up. Unless there's some specific quest, you can't do anything to those barrels. There's chairs, you can sit on the chairs, maybe.
0: If you position um, yourself right?
3: Yeah, you know. It's like it's <laughs> it's nothing like in in like an RPG where almost everything is interactive. You know, the engines just aren't built that way. It's like a really shallow game world that you you know, your character hovers across basically, and you know, you're constrained by bounding boxes for like the walls and, and stuff like that. But so you're, you're talking really,
2: about if I were to if I were to target a bridge that was, you know, I had a bunch of orcs going across it, and I and I had like an explosive that could perhaps take down that bridge.
3: That was the the ultimate version of where I was headed with this. On a more mundane level, I was thinking like, if you're in an inn and there's a chest chest full of drawers, it'd be cool if you could look in the drawers, even though there's nothing maybe, there. No, no, but there
2: but, but there maybe might there, be there be is something yeah. there,
3: or maybe a player could leave something there. That's true, too. You know, stuff like just real basic stuff. Yeah, I realize that adds a whole bunch of complexity to the game world, but, you know, our processing power has gone through the roof or, like, the server side of stuff from where we were back when we were playing EverQuest 1 or Ultima Online, right? I mean, you'd think you could handle more objects in the game world now than ever, right? And then, um, yeah, the ultimate end of that would be real-world physics applied to things. Like, you don't have to target the bridge. You target, like, one of the one of the support columns for the bridge that the orcs are walking across and blow the hell out of it. The problem with that is always the, or maybe, or you know, even this like, how many times have you been in a dungeon and you cast your mega super badass fireball and it doesn't hurt anyone in your party selectively and it doesn't, and it and it hits the monsters but it doesn't actually move them at all. It just kind of washes over them and this feeble ass little chair that's in the corner doesn't even move it's totally impervious to your 2,000 hit point killing fireball, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some kind of...
2: Nope, that fireball does not affect... Or it doesn't even affect the piece of rock that you're... Yeah, you know, you, don't, even, you
3: can't create creators, you can't... Right. Now, I realize the problem, as always, is that it's going to affect everybody else's experience. Unless the stuff gradually repairs or something like that, you know? But with clever instancing again, I mean, when you go into an instance... Like an instance raid level or something like that. If you're doing a dungeon, you would think that they could, for that instance, stuff that you blow away could get you know damaged and stay persistent until you're done. Um, Yeah, maybe in town it might not be the best thing to be able to actually uh, in town. That would be that would be the most
2: awesome time to do.
3: Well, I mean, it would. It it would be cool. And then they say, "Oh man, I'm working on this
2: crazy new magical experiment," and oh no. Something's gone awry. Oh <laughs> no! I've, yeah, <laughs> I, I've summoned. I've I, I accidentally summoned something that I have no idea what to do with, and I can't possibly control. And then, I'll, you know, yeah, I mean, you could take like, say, you could take like one of those warlock, you know, demon summons, you know, or something like that, and and you have no control over it. Kind of like sometimes, like those those really huge demons, you know, that that warlocks are able to summon for a brief period mm-hmm. of time, but then. They don't have any control. At least control, really. right? Right. You know, maybe make accidents like that happen. Make, make like, make a summoning experiment gone bad. <laughs>
3: right. Right. You know,
2: happen to where, you know, oh crap! I just opened up this porthole to the underworld.
3: Yeah. And.
2: Oh, I accidentally unleashed a ton of demons into town. Oh, yeah. You guys deal with it. I'm going to go have another bear. Wouldn't it be,
3: <laughs> wouldn't it be just hilarious if you're... That would, be, that would be great. If you're walking through a town and there's this wizard's tower that some player character owns, right? hmm And all of a sudden the top level just explodes and, like, debris falls down. And you hear, like, on the... You know the area chat you hear. Oh, holy crap! That did not go right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that would yeah, be just awesome. It would. You know? It would be I mean, cool. It'd be great. And then like the little worker guys have to come out and start working on it with scaffolding. Yeah. You know, it'd be kind of like Sim City meets an MMO.
2: Yeah, you know. But in, meanwhile, there's like all these demons or whatever yeah. pouring but out. Yeah. Of meanwhile, it and... there's this
3: rift and stuff's coming out and it's not good. <laughs> and you're like. Um, Fire and brimstone. I need everybody, dogs and to cats, possibly together. come over here and help me out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, we
3: got a major. We got a class. Because if you don't help me
2: <laughs> repair my repair
3: this, mm, yeah. basically everybody's gonna die. Right. Right. You know, and, and you it's know. gonna
2: mean a lot of bad things for the world. You right.
3: know. I mean, I just think that that would be uh, that would be truly next gen to me because there's nothing like that now. Even even on the more primitive level of let me drop a. Item in a drawer and close it, but see, but
2: that, but that's that's like the basic part of yeah, it, right there. It's I very mean, basic, but you know, it's basic. You know, and somebody just happens to come along it, you know, and if you know, maybe, maybe that item sits in that drawer for days and days and days, and nobody even bothers to look at it. But then you happen to open that drawer, and somebody's like, "Oh man, somebody here left a note." Yeah, you know, exactly. It would it, it would probably allow for a lot more player generated content. Yeah. You know? I think a lot of people like a, a lot of people complain about that. Where they're like, "Well, we can create, we we can sort of create like player generated events or, or guild events or whatever you want to call it." Or so you want to have like a server side event where you're all like, you want to create like a Olympics for for your server or whatever. Right, you know, right. who can run the fastest across you know across this particular zone or whatever. You know, those kind of you know stupid simple little things, but. That you know stuff like that to where, you know it's all player-generated quests. You know it's player-generated events where, but they, but they, sometimes they would be random to where you can, like, you might you may screw something up so incredibly bad that it's going to impact everybody on that server. And if everybody on that server doesn't help out in some way to stop what you just messed up
3: right right it
2: could have serious consequences to everybody else and that would be kind I think of, that'd be hilarious I think that'd, that'd, that'd be, be awesome.
3: great it would it would uh, it would make it you know it would make him it, it would put the RPG in MMORPG, RPG right I think so. make the
0: world a lot more unpredictable because that's the biggest problem with these worlds is they're so predictable yeah aside from having a different look and feel a different color scheme maybe some different plants or buildings. It's always you and a smattering of other real life people and then NPCs and monsters. Yeah. There's nothing unusual about it.
3: And that that was one of my later points was like something I, I called it emergent quest systems, but I really meant to, I think based on this too, like an emergent kind of AI kind of system, you know, something to where the game and what the, the players' interaction with the game can cause results that nobody ever intended.
2: Yeah, even now, the developers. I mean, I want the developers... I, I would love to see the developers create something that that they totally didn't intend to happen.
3: I mean, that is so hard to. And then, and then, okay, and then, and then, and then, they're not like screw up everybody's experience. Exactly.
2: You know, it's like let mm. us
3: let us break stuff. I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, Please, that, that's like almost suicide, right? But if you built the right. If you took the time and built the right controls, yeah. Don't nothing let us bad bad could. Happen. Yeah,
2: don't let us break stuff to where we're bringing the server like, down. Yeah, upon yeah. Our you, hands, don't, you don't you don't know.
3: accidentally summon like thirty thousand imps or something in the exact same location, which brings the whole zone to a halt. And, right. Don't don't you know, let something like that happen. But let us
2: let us let us have the possibility of maybe doing something like that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. You know, let us. You know, let let the players. You know, break the game. That's what I love. I'd love to see you do that, but you know, control it to the point where you know, we're not going to totally, you know, annihilate the world, you know, and and yeah. you know, everybody's play experience is like totally destroyed because of it. You know, make it make it so you know, the environment is able to be manipulated enough to where you know, pretty much anything is possible.
3: I think that sums it up. Yep. I, I um, love that. Another thing that just drives me nuts is the movement options in MMOs. Like, you can walk, and you can jump, and you can mm. run, and some you can swim, and you know, in some, well, some you guess you can fly, but like, there's never any of those cool, like, Prince of Persia kind of moves, or like Tomb Raider type stuff, like If I hit, like, double, double arrow forward, it'd be so cool if I would just tuck and roll or something like that. You know, add a little bit of console-ish play into it, just to make... Because these are supposed to be heroic characters, right? And instead, they just kind of glide around, you know? And they, they they just don't seem to do anything... Like, when you play Prince of Persia for the first time... And you run, and you you finally get to fight. Like, you've conquered the the walls. You've learned how to run across walls and everything. And that's something I think would be pretty cool if you were, like, a rogue class or something. But when you finally fight somebody in that game, and you're running up people and spinning, doing backflips and all this stuff, I mean, it would be kind of cool to have an MMO, like, especially if you could be twitchy, and you could start to do some of that stuff, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. do, you know, dive to the ground sideways and do a tuck and roll or you know, jump twice as high or something. You know, I just think that would be kind of a kind of a cool addition to making your character feel more like a really, I don't know, like a heroic or superhero or whatever type of character. Um, okay. Let's see. Adaptive AI. That's one that kind of goes with the emergent thing. Um, you know, I know in Age of Conan, they've been talking about how, like, a player... Players will build cities, and then an equal um, and diametrically opposed—that seems to be my word tonight—is diametrically opposed or <laughs> phrase. But um, a diametrically opposed AI-run city will form. That will be like your nemesis, right? And that's like in all these. There'll be all these AI raiders and stuff that'll right. come from that. And I, I think more games, you know, could really benefit from better AI. You know, even on a really basic level. Just like if two or three mobs are aggroed on you, they should like you know, definitely the the two should stand back and shoot at you with arrows or something like that, and one should run up and do hand to hand or you know, they should have some kind of like they squad like based strategic learn how to you know or they somebody should be flanking you quietly to backstab you or something like that, and instead it's all they just Make a beeline straight at you. You know they. Mm-hmm. You know unless it's a scripted boss encounter in a raid dungeon or something like that, it's almost always really predictable. You know, and so that would be pretty cool. And you know, on a on a more of a player versus environment kind of level, if the AI was more adaptive. You know, in a on a small scale with just combat tactics, and on a larger scale, you know, I mean, wouldn't it be hilarious if the Rival city started to like levied an economic embargo upon you, or something like that. <laughs> you know, with all the other, all or the maybe, other... <laughs> or maybe
2: they'd they'd send spies over to like recruit yeah. like, some of your some of your some of your
3: players over to, to fight for them or something. Yeah, like and that. you're like, what is going on here? You know, um, my big the big gripe I've always had is um experience from PvP. So right. You know, are you talking it, about full-blown experience like yeah like actual leveling from I actually PvP get experience if
2: I, if I kick your butt
3: yeah instead of just getting better loot or earning some kind of rank that blizzard will arbitrarily throw away as they did yeah. uh, you know it would be pretty cool if you could if you could actually get experience for your hard-earned time you spend doing PvP because everybody likes to play these things differently and if you do want to be you know a a total PvP year and just master that I don't think the reward should solely be that you're more skilled at PvP or that you get gear specific to it but yeah, level up that way if you want. I mean, how cool would that have been in World of Warcraft for instance if you could have just that been level blast. 10, especially if you the got into the Battlegrounds you know? and just gone from level 10 to 70 solely through Arena and Battlegrounds. Well, Arena is kind of not an option but Battlegrounds. I mm. mean I think that would be awesome and I don't see why you can't do it. I mean, I, I just I think it should be an option, um, and I don't know if Actually, that's I even think next you did gen. Get
2: experience points whenever you turned in a certain amount of tokens. Didn't I think you? you got something, but I don't think it was any. And you didn't any... get the experience for the kills. Yeah, you instance, did get something. You got experience like whenever you turned in like three you yeah. know 3 tokens or whatever for war song right, right you did you did, know, you you did get certain, something you, know, you got a certain amount of experience from it but
3: it felt like it was so yeah it wasn't
2: like a whole the lot the return
3: on think. it like you didn't get any experience like if if a player character was an equivalent a level a equivalent level of a mob that you killed mm-hmm. it would be cool to get experience yeah, for that experience kill for it um and that's not even a next gen feature i mean that's just a game that's like a a toggle, you know. I mean, you could you could code design. that into any game. Yeah. And as far as I know, um, that is a feature for War. Um, but I don't know. I don't know much about what they're planning on doing with AJ Conan, oh, yeah. which is another PVP oriented one. Um, one cool concept that we've seen with Eve is the whole single server universe versus like shards or or you know very they call them servers, but they could be clusters of servers, but in Eve's case, it's a single giant, you know, um, clustered computer that everybody in the game is on the same, in the same universe, basically. And I don't know that that's, you know, necessary. I don't know that that's even an advantage, but it is kind of a cool technology. I mean, they worked with IBM on it, they're working on IBM for their next one. It's going to be a supercomputer that's probably illegal in some countries. I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> Gary, Gary Defense, Kasparov
2: will be shaking in his the boots, Department hoping of Defense that he probably, doesn't have to face it in chess.
3: Yeah, chest. yeah. The, the Department of Defense is like, it's in Iceland, it must be destroyed. You know, it's like, right uh, you know, it's a pretty cool te- technological feat to do that, I think.
2: I'm just wondering, you know, the thing, the thing with that, though, is, I mean... Yeah. Okay. They can claim that they have twenty thousand users, but I'd love to see what would happen if there was like a hundred thousand
3: users all playing at the same time. Yeah, they apparently have two hundred thousand subscriptions right now. Well, if half of them logged in at once, I don't know. I think that's why they're building the new one.
2: Right. You know, I'm just you know? I'm I'm wondering. Okay. So so you can claim to be able to have, you know, this many people playing all at the same time on the on the same in the same environment. You know, but what happens when you have a hundred thousand people?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what happens
2: when you have a million people yeah. all in the same place? What if you had
3: every WoW user
2: on— Yeah, exactly. What if you had every WoW subscriber logged on at the same time on the same supposed shard? You know, what would happen to your server? Mass chaos. I'm am I'm, I'm probably thinking that it's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know. It's going to die a quick death. It's a... I, I just, I don't think the technology is there to, to support that. I, I just
3: don't. It's just going to be, it's going to be forever. Oh, for that scale? For, well, for, you know, who knows? Of... You know, that's that's totally different. I mean, I think the whole thing about clustered computer computers is you're distributing it, right? They're distributing WoW across all these different servers that aren't connected basically um, right. you know directly so if if you had a really snazzy software system and you had you know distributed it through clustering maybe it's possible i don't know what happens though if every single player goes into the exact same area of space at that's the same what i'm talking time. about yeah. <laughs> you know
2: what if <laughs> you're talking about what if you're talking about like an end of the world scenario where you know everybody's going to be there to, to try right. to you know, thwart whatever you know, nemesis,
3: evil. You Richard, know, the ultimate yeah. evil. Yeah, oh, Richard know. Garriott's the ultimate. evil Yeah, what if what <laughs> if what if
2: everybody you know, what if Richard Garriott came along and said. I want you all to try to kill me. And I'm going to be on this server at this particular time in this particular
3: place. And that one guy from Ultima Online logs in and no. they're like, Sees him now. We're, I, we're, we're
2: tracing his IP address. It's just not even so much that. It's just, okay, so you're going to have all these people converge on, on the same exact place at the same time. That The the PC technology isn't there to begin with. I mean, your your video card can't possibly you know, support those many objects. Well, you, know, you that, know, all at the same time,
3: and that—that's why I said it's like I don't even know if it's a good thing, you know. You have to constrain it somehow, but mm-hmm. it would be a next-generation thing, and Eve has pulled it off to some extent to a smaller, you know, smaller user base. But, nah, I um, think
2: that's even debatable because, you know, the whole structure of the game and and how it works and everything. I just, yeah, they they can claim to have you know ten thousand people logged on at the same time. Maybe, but they're
3: not all in the same area at the same time. No, no, that that would be probably catastrophic. Um, the other one, and this is something that's showing showing up in a lot of games, as you guys pointed out earlier. You know, voice of IP integration to the game, so you don't have to use a third party client. Um, that's already in quite a few games Eve, already. Lord of the Rings Online, Wow. Um, I'm sure there's a Tabula bunch. Raza. Of, Raza. Um, what would be cool is if. It had special effects, like the Screaming Bee audio driver that you can get. It's like a third-party add-on you can use for Ventrilo or TeamSpeak or whatever, and it'll morph your voice. It's got these, like, I think they call them, like, uh, voice palettes or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can sound like a, a demon or a 12-year-old cheerleader. Or, <laughs> I only throw that out for name Noah. My Candy. Candy. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you can, you can, uh, for dynamite actually for your character, yes. but, uh, but actually, you know, you could, you could, it'd be pretty cool if that was something you, you had just to add to the immersion kind of thing. You know, if you got to listen to people talk, it really kills it for me when the sexy night elf I've been playing with all night logs in and sounds like a truck driver named Ron. You know, just came in from... I just got in from Abilene, and boy, man, I'm tired. I just want to burn some hours on World of Warcraft tonight. Yeah, it's like, you're not the sexy night elf I thought you were. Now, I don't know that if you morph the guy's voice to sound like a sexy night elf, it would really help, because he'd still be talking about (laughs) being in his jug while he was driving cross-country in his truck. But still, you know, give me some kind of illusion, right? Um... (laughs) <laughs> it's a growing problem. Um, <laughs> oh, that's sick. Noah added
0: some points to this, too, that maybe he should start to explain. That's true. You had a greed list. There's a couple that are that I wrote that are in line with one of the things that you said earlier, which was a truly interactive environment. I wrote a couple notes a little bit more specific in terms of a destructible environment, which is something you touched on earlier. And we've also spoken about previously where you can actually leave an impact in the environment beyond the social structure of it, or otherwise you can knock down buildings or knock over trees and stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. Of course, providing outside of an instanced environment, I don't know how that would be possible because it would just be Rampage and Mayhem and there would be no... It
3: would be like the old days of Ultima Online, but better graphically. <laughs> yeah, Or the world was
0: just in chaos. And the other side of the coin on interactive environments is a constructible environment. I think it'd be really neat if you were able to construct actual buildings or have your own plot of land that other people can choose to visit, regardless of whether it's instanced and you can have. Well, they can, trees do, can or do that
2: in some of these games right
3: now. So...
0: Yeah, some games do allow that. Certainly. Yeah, you can make an apartment, or you can make a base, and you can build out interior stuff, but I'm talking about things that are actually visible by other players regardless.
3: I know, in, I know in, um, no, in Ultima odd, Online yeah, you, could you, in Vanguard, you could do it, and in Vanguard you could do it. I know you could do it in Vanguard because they said when they were consolidating servers, it was basically going to take everybody's property and turn it in, back into a deed in their inventory slot, and then they'd have to go do it again. Because obviously if you're consolidating two servers or three to a single place could have overlap, right? Yeah. But it's a... What, like to see it what I'd like to see... What I'd like to is, see is that
2: if you construct, you know, castles or bases or whatever, I'd love to see it have a a significant uh, impact on the environment in such in such as...
3: Deforestation.
2: You know, you know well, yeah, that and, you know, and then, of course, kind of kinda like, they were, you know, you were telling me about the Age of Conan thing where... You know, okay. All these you know player houses and and castles or or whatnot are being constructed in this certain area. Well, okay, fine. So at the same time, you've got like this bandit group who they're they're essentially pissed off that you've encroached on their territory. So I'm gonna we're gonna build a base pretty close to you, and from that base we're going to start. Systematically taking out all of your player-made bases, right? Until you get the hell out of our territory, essentially. Yeah,
3: like if they would escalate.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, it would just escalate. You know, and I'm sure. You know, as far as the PvP side go, there, you know, there'd be a lot of you know guild wars, perhaps involved. You know, because of those kind of things, where you know, well, this is a hot piece of land. You know, it's got right. like a bunch of resources that we're wanting to exploit here, and and well you know, we can't have you in our same area. So... It's war! Yeah. <laughs> it's war! It's on! You know? Because all of these, you know, resource nodes are close to our base. And that's exactly why we chose this area. You know? So, you can't be here. No, if you're i are mean, I mean, gonna be... If you're gonna try to establish a base here, that, we're gonna fight for it.
3: That's where the game starts to take on a real life, right? All of these games... Somebody was saying,
2: yeah. You know, and then the, the the argument there is, is that well, people don't want that, you know. People don't want to have to fight other people, you know. And it's like, that's,
3: I think that's a bunch of crap. You can have different servers for different types, you know. You can have your role playing servers, your PvP servers, your yeah, your Care Bear servers. Yeah, I think, and you can turn that off for those who. I think that's I think that's, that's true where the too, game takes on a life of. And it, maybe it's not the happiest, most safe place to be, but that's why I play the game. I don't play it to my life is happy and safe well hopefully happy and typically safe I mean I I want to play I want to feel like danger and tangible you know a tangible sense of danger I want to feel threatened I want to go god I barely got out of that alive I want I want to say I didn't see that coming because you never say that anymore you know and somebody I was trying to remember who said was saying how dead World of Warcraft's NPCs are and I was like you know because I'm a Blizzard fanboy I was like how dare they and then I was like god they're right you know like the same uh, they just have the question mark over their head or whatever you talk to them you get your quest done and that's it there's no you know there's there's nothing beyond that you know there's. No, they never is. come up with like a special message for you sir you know it's, it's just same old <laughs> thing they don't like run around and do stuff or you know, with a there's like one guy in Stranglethorn Vale that'll like walk away. I mean, it's a real bitch if he dies because you got to wait for him to respawn. But he's like an NPC that actually moves around. I mean, most of them are just totally stationary. Do they
2: engage you in combat if you try to? Like, like that guy?
3: Yeah. Or I think yeah, he'll try and fight you if you're. Mm-hmm. If and I I don't I think only the horde can attack him. So. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know, I'm totally with you there, Noah. I mean. And, you know, it'd be cool for, like, construction. You know, I was focusing on destruction, but for construction, it'd be incredibly cool if you could invent... If you had a limited tool set, like Legos, right? Yeah. You could build whatever the rules allow you to build. But the combinations could be something that weren't planned for exactly. Again, they'd have to protect... there would have to be layer upon layer of protection. Yeah. But wouldn't that be cool if you could, like... Say you know, most people use these materials to build a cart, but you're like, well, my cart's gonna have like a skull and on a
0: the, gun turret on it.
3: A gun. Yeah, I'm gonna In tank. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna use the technology available to me to bu- build some kind of bow and arrow like Gatling gun thing or something crazy, yeah. right? You know, that'd be great if you could if you could pull it off. It would allow for creativity, which these games don't tend to. They're not big on creativity except for maybe getting past bosses and instances, and then once somebody does it, it's repeated by everybody else. Yeah, you know? and then
2: they go, no, we can't have you keep doing this all the time, so we're gonna nerf! Yeah!
3: You took the easy road, we never anticipated that, therefore you will now not allow, the, the boss will no longer allow this
0: to work, and you're like, crap.
3: Or they'll nerf pallies, one of the two, you know, there's always... <laughs> um, but, but what was the other one? So
0: yeah, I had a couple other ideas to take the borrow more from other game genres. The first one being... Having party or squad control over NPC characters, which most recently I know was something we experienced in *Sword sort of the new world, albeit with a rather oh, crappy
2: swatswob. Yeah,
0: as my son Just would say, it's really a difficult gameplay. At least for us, it was. I know there's some publications out there that love the game, and it's yeah at the top of the charts. Jason, didn't you say over at a certain website is most popular or something like that? Which what game was that? Sword of Swaddle? the New World? Or
2: wait, no, no, no. Or, I oh, was like a kill, totally different guild, game.
0: Guild Runners, I'm sorry. Dungeon no, Runners. Was, yeah. Sorry, Hated mixing it. my games up. <laughs> uh, but I just think it would be cool to have a little squad of folks, minions, whatever. It'd be kind of fun.
3: Uh, yeah, he, There is... There are a couple of Guild Wars expansions that do that, which I haven't played personally. Yeah. I'd like to try it.
0: And the other thing, even more abstract than anything we've talked about, and not necessarily a nod to Star Wars Galaxies, but character professions or roles that you can take in the game that don't require combat in order to level up or progress, which gets back to something I was talking about a couple episodes ago about political structures and different types of things that don't show up in common MMOs.
3: Well, yeah, even if... What if you got levels for... Or what if you got experience for crafting, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, crafting
2: it—you know, crafting. Instead in of just game. that... you know, they always claim you don't have to. Come, you don't. But you uh, do. Uh, like so many games re- say, yo, oh, you don't have to. You don't have to level your character up. You can, you can just be a crafter in the and town. It's cool. And, and it's a bunch of bullcrap because the only thing you can do with
3: a level one character is rule the auction house. Right.
2: Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's all you can do in World of Warcraft, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so something like that would be neat. It's it's hard to define. And actually, I did skip over one other thing that I thought would be neat. And I wrote a note of it as generational characters. And what I meant is the ability to establish or to have a character that can age or have descendants and actually have some kind of... Legacy, you know, make it optional whether you have a character that's just stuck in a certain time state and never ages or or whatnot, and Joseph begat
2: Joseph begat Jason, and Jason begat Logan begat Logan, (laughs) Logan begat (laughs) whatever.
0: Yeah, just I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Have some kind of familial Mm. chain between characters.
3: You could, you know, it'd be pretty cool. You could have like traits that your character, your first character, develops that are kind of a gimme for your
0: generational
3: characters because it'd be like a actual hereditary trait. Say, say you like you work with the ways of magic so much, or you know, this isn't like accurate, you know, hypothetical. But these are games. Um, But say you become so adept with magic, then you have your first. You know, kid, and your kid has this incredible, you know, buff built in for magic use or something. Yeah, who chooses the life of a warrior, which is a great disappointment to you, much like um, some kind of fantasy book I read once. But, yeah. but you know, I mean, that'd be, pretty, that'd be pretty That's a cool idea, I think. It would add something, to you know. It'd be cool if you had permadeath, too. Yeah. Kind of crazy concept. Yeah, eh,
2: permadeath is just way too extreme, though. I, I mean, know, that's why be- I like it. It wouldn't be accepted. It's
3: perfect for the way I play games, though. You have to admit, yeah. well, your characters I, wait, am I, I, I melting? Yeah, am I, I melting? Well, down? you
2: never, you'd never achieve level fifteen then. No, but because by the time you reach that d- level fifteen, you'd just be like, oh, I'm sick of this character, so I'm gonna kill him on
3: purpose. I would, so that like the eighth generation had every good trait you could possibly have. Then no. that one, I would take all the way up to level ten before. Because destroyed. level
2: fifteen isn't anything. That's so they did. They, they just be mediocre at everything that they've Wait, ever done. Billions so you create like the ultimate mediocre super tune. That's my goal. That would be able to do Something. a couple of good things, <laughs> halfway decent, but never really be able, be able to, to do achieve stuff anything, with things, else,
3: but, but in, in a funny, limited that way. way. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> did you have any um, next gen MMO features in mind, Jay, that we haven't listed? My my biggest
2: gripe is the whole quest, the whole questing, and it has been. You know, forever. I mean, you know, I, I think that the the quest systems need to be. The quest systems need to be set up to where they're they're totally random, and they just occur at like the most bizarre times. You're not. You know, you're not like. You know, it's not the you know grab fetch me a broomstick kill kill me so many,
3: of whatever. It's more of a quest where you're, you know, it's it's more just. Maybe more like the emergent thing we're talking about. Like, say, say, you have an AI city and right. go through the AI city, and the AI city needs horseshoes. So they right. say, hey, and
2: you know, it may start out something as simple as you, you have to go fetch a pail of water, mm-hmm. but then the pail of water becomes, you know, the most, you know, it turns into like this most important thing that, you know, it just keeps growing and like growing. The nail in the and horseshoe, growing, you know,
3: metaphor thing, right? Kinda. But- Causes the army to lose or whatever Kind of, you know,
2: it, it's, it's that sort of thing Where, you know, qu- quests aren't necessarily You know, set up to gain experience it, It's more of a You know, it's more of a thing where The quests just lead you on this On an adventure Yeah You know, it's, the quests aren't set up to You know, lead you from level to level that's how they are all are new. You know, they're all set up to get you from this zone to this zone. That goes yeah. back to my... From this zone to this zone. My, uh... And you're always like, okay, I gotta complete, you know, I gotta do all these quests in this zone so I can, you know, get my character high enough so I can go play in this zone for a while. Yeah. And then they set you up with all these other quests in this zone, you know. It's like, I want, I want a quest, I want a quest that lasts me from the time I log on to the time I say... Screw it, I'm done with this game. Yeah. You know, I want I want this that that uh, I want a quest basically just tailored to my character.
3: And that would be very complimentary to my point about an immersive storyline versus traditional right. quests. You like, know Yeah, you could have these like random things that pop up that make your experience unique, but maybe there can still be other Another storyline-based thing that you choose to follow. Exactly. So you can have multiple storylines, and some characters will find some characters it some will room. be
2: able to have you know the same. They might have some of the same experiences that you do, but some some will be like, man, I've you know I I've never even
3: I don't even know where the hell you're talking. I don't even know about. where the hell you're talking yeah, about. That'd, you know? be that'd be great. That'd be, that'd
2: be that would be next gen to me. You know, that would be next gen to me to where the the quests are totally. Just bizarre and random, and and it just takes you, you know, it just takes you to different places, and you're not set on this strict set of okay. It's kind of
0: like moral wind, isn't it? Well, yeah,
2: exactly. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, if 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 Bethesda was to create an MMO,
3: hypothetically speaking, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, of course, and of course, Said in
2: the, of course, they're still denying. <laughs> they they actually they're they're denying that that they're, you know, the the Elder Scrolls MMOs that are even ever going to come to be. You know, they're like, well, you know, no, this, this is just, you know, it we, we, we gobble up all these website names, you know, just for the hell of it, because you never know if we're going to create an Elder Scrolls MMO. So... Yeah, I hope you're just blowing smoke up my ass, Bethesda, because I'd really love. I'd, that, if I any, just, if there was any company that I'd love to see try to tackle it, it would be Bethesda.
3: I don't remember the exact details, but that was a story that came out after one of their developer guys already said they were, and this was like the PR side of the company came right. out with that as a cover, or a, you know. A, Blow smoke up your ass, kind of story. Right, exactly. But the, Everybody knows it's happening. They just <laughs> had to say. I that. hope. I really do. I. I, I
2: hope if, if there was any company, if, actually, okay, there's two companies that I would hope would tackle an MMO. One's Bioware, and the other is is both Bethesda. Are. You know, well, I don't know. But I don't know that Bethesda is. They oh, keep denying. Into the
3: marketers. I'll,
2: I'm just saying. You know, they lie. Anyway, if if Bethesda could lend lend their open ended. You know, ideas to an MMO, and just go with it. And as a you know, because I think I, I think companies nowadays are like, oh, it's all about the leveling. You know, it's all mm-hmm. about okay. You know, people want to see the ding. You know, they want to see the big ding above feel their the ding, head, You know, feel the ding. You know. Feel the power of the oh! You've leveled up. I get to add his
3: character <laughs> point I can to my class. It to everyone in my guild, because they care. I get to <laughs> I
2: I get to add a couple attribute points to my strength, intelligence, wisdom, whatever. You know, big freaking deal. You know. Yeah. It's like oh, today this is what I did. Now that would be cool. Today this is what I did. Today I traverse through these crazy dungeons. You know. I I saw all these crazy places, you know, and you know, and, and this is what I did today. It, you know, I'd rather it be more about the story than as opposed to, as opposed to. Oh, I I grinded, you know, so many mobs in this. Yeah, at, I think I'm you
3: know, here, and I, I think I, I think most people playing MMOs by now are kind of. We've been through the grinding. I mean, we're kind of ready for a real story. Taking the
0: training wheels off.
3: Yeah, you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's why I should play EVE. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's... See,
2: the problem with me is is that EVE is just a different kind of grind.
3: It is, yeah, and that's that's the truth. It's, they've substituted that grind for just different stup- grind.
2: They, they substituted the level grind with the money grind. Right. And it's all about the Which economy. Is,
3: then there's the faction grind in other games. Yeah. Pick your poison, there's always some kind of crappy grind so far, but... Yeah. Well, have we beat that one to death? Shall we? I think I think it's a dead horse. Okay.
0: <laughs> so now to wrap up the show, we have. A rant from a special guest star, Grandpa Grumpy Gamer. Hey,
2: you stupid young whippersnappers! Oh no! Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something got your shorts and a wad, Grandpa. So you
3: know it. What's sticking in your craw? Gosh, man? well,
0: between the gout and
2: and <laughs> Victor's disease, <laughs> which I've been suffering from for many years, yeah. Well, I've got a little bit of a gripe, but let me, uh, you know, I I actually, I wrote a little ditty to the, to the (laughs) creators of these MMO, whatchamacallits. Anyway, I I guess I should just get started, because I tend to ramble on, you know.
3: Give it a shot.
2: Anyway, dear creators of massively multiplayer thingamajigs, (laughs) my name is Grandpa Grumpy Gamer. AKA Depends. It's spelled D3P3NDZ. Eh, I'm told that's the cool way of spelling it, at least. You know, from all you young hipsters Eat. out there. I'm 116 years old, and I'm a fan of your MMO whatever the hell you call it. First, I'll give you a little history lesson, I guess. The year was 1997. Slick Willie Clinton started his first, his second term <laughs> as president in these United States of America. <laughs> Harry Potter, believe it or not, was first unleashed upon the unsuspecting public. And the world lost two of its greatest fat guys, Chris Farley no. and the notorious B.I.G. <laughs> Rest in peace, homie.
0: You're pretty hip there, Grandpa. I know.
2: This was also the year that changed my life forever. <laughs>
3: Wake up! Wake up! Life support.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, you, were, okay. you were telling us about something that changed your life forever. Oh, oh yes. Uh, like I said, <laughs> the, the
2: year was nineteen ninety-seven. You said ninety-nine. Ninety-nine?
0: I think you said ninety-seven.
2: 99, ninety-nine, ninety-seven would. Plus or minus two. Anyway, in 1997, it was also the year that I came across a little game called Ultima Online. It was like Tiddlywinks, but it was a little better. Sweet. Yeah, I quickly became enamored with its wondrous world. I was fishing. Uh, I, w- I was able to build my own castle. Did you play Pinochle? I played Pinochle too, it had that option. <laughs> And I also encountered young, you know, young, nice friends called PKers. Ooh. Yes, they were really friendly. And of course, until they killed me and took all of my stuff. But that's a story <laughs> for the, for another day, of course. <laughs> anyway, you know, and I, and I did all this on my 56K modem, which was, you know, really fast back then. Oh, we really knew how to fly. <laughs> Anywho, since that faithful day... I made it a point to play a lot of these types of games. I, I, as a spry young adventurer, I slaughtered dozens, dozens, dozens of du- of of the the drudges in Dareth. <laughs> I battled my way through Castle Mistmoor. Hm, one day, after a night of binge drinking, I spent all my isk and I <laughs> blew it all on a new battleship. Were
3: you, were you binge
2: drinking? sure? Oh yes, <laughs> spiked, <laughs> spiked with uh, some Glen Allen. <laughs> let me tell you, that's the only way to go. Sweet. And recently, I've even rubbed some elbows with the hobbits in the Shire. Although, let me tell you a little secret: they may seem nice and friendly, but you know, while they may be small and their, you know, their hair, they have some hair on their feet and stuff. <laughs> they're not friendly at all they'll steal your pies and claim that it's spoiled (laughs) yeah stupid little hobbits i think that smiegel had a point there when you said that they were stupid little hobbitses anyway recently i've purchased a copy of tabula rasa what the hell is that supposed to mean, anyway? We we don't know either. Is that Mexican for alien kill fest or something? Starship troopers and eh, some other language. I don't know. It's just crazy. I you know if you're gonna title the game, make it make it just say what you mean. I'm killing aliens, <laughs> or alien blows up things, or something like that. You know what I That'd mean. That'd be good. Anyway. It brings me to my point. Fighting aliens makes me itchy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm sensitive to the anal probes. <laughs> you know. Or whatever all? they're using, whatever particular lubricant they have. Oh, oh wait a minute. I, I'm sorry. I think I got <laughs> Is a little... That the wrong point? <laughs> I, I think I got disoriented there for a second. Edna! Edna, she, bring me my pills! She died 20 years ago. Grandpa. Oh... Oh damn it! Anyway, what I'm really trying to say is is that fighting aliens using your twitchy combat system—it's inflamed my arthritis to the point where <laughs> you know my even special home brewed hooch can't even you know you know deaden the pain. You know, not not at all. You know, why are more MMO, MP3 thingamajiggers, or whatever they're called, why are they trying to make combat more twitchy these days? Because it's cool? I don't know. You know, I think my my Alzheimer's-riddled brain can't handle, you know, targeting something, (laughs) you know, uh, for more than a few seconds. I can't even stay awake on the road driving my car for that long. You shouldn't be
3: driving. No. You should
2: have your license. I mean, how do you expect me to follow a target and actually, you know, move my cursor (laughs) to something? You know, I I like my MMO combat like I like my women. You know, slow and repetitive. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> That's what I want. I like to be able to press the button, wait for the refresh to come along, and there it is. I have to press that same button again if I want to do an attack, right? That's not so much to ask for these days. Instead, games like Tabula Rasa, you know, they're making me actually look at stuff and move my mouse mouse pointer I have to move the. Cor- I have to move it towards.
3: They tell me it's called a ridicule.
2: Ridicule. That's another bizarre name. I just don't get it anymore. You know, and all these games are trying to force you to do that kind of a thing now. I don't find. I find that my reflexes are a little slow these days. Just a little slow. Maybe, you know, maybe I could take some Viagra, and that might help some
0: things. I don't think that would help. It no? Though. That's no. the wrong pointer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think it might help me. I hear that Cialis stuff works pretty
3: well, because it lets you do it at any time of day. Maybe a triple cocktail of Viagra, Levitra, and Cialis would get you, get you where you need to be. No, I don't know. Supplement.
0: And what, what, yeah. what do
3: you guys propose? What should I do? I would recommend a MMO much slower. Two weeks of bejeweled. Two. We- oh, two weeks of bejeweled. Uh, see, even bejeweled seems to require too many reflexes for me to play. Noah uses the game to stay sharp because he's so damn old. Called brain age. So that's right. You could maybe borrow that from. No I don't order. think
2: that would help my Alzheimer's-riddled
0: brain. Eh, maybe not. You think that popular Raza should be redesigned? Maybe have an easy mode?
2: I really do. I think it should just allow me to, to to select my target and then I can I can like maybe slow it down. I think
3: I know. There's this game called Vanguard that is so laggy it would appear slow enough.
0: Oh, you so it would work with my old fifty-six K connection. It would be perfect. That would be excellent. Or you could also invest in bots. You could cheat. Yeah. You can cheat in these
3: games. It's true.
0: Yep, we know a cheater. Tell me more.
3: We'll have to find him later, Gramps. You'll
0: have to refer to a previous episode of the podcast.
3: Yeah, he's got some pointers. Uh, Well, anyway, that's what I think. So you think that Tabula is just too damn fast, huh?
2: Well, you know... That's what you know. I I try to play this game. I die numerous times. I don't. I I, I maybe it's just you know. Have you tried facing the target? See, that's just that's my point. I mean, it requires you to actually face the
0: target. <laughs> that's pretty unreasonable. I
3: think it's Have totally unreasonable. Not moving, facing the target. Nah, I I just
0: think it's the wrong it's the wrong game. Have you uninstalled it, or is it still on your oh,
3: system? Oh,
2: it's still on my system. Of course, I don't know how to install games. Are you kidding me? Do you have the Geek Squad guys do that? I don't even know who those guys are. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's way over the top. And I hear that these other games, like Age of Conan, is going to have like a similar type of combat system. And, uh, you know, I, I understand that a lot of these games may be going towards a more twitchy combat system, and I just don't see where, where I fit in.
3: Damn. It's too bad. Where do I fit in? Second life.
1: <sighs> you can make
3: giant penises in that game and slap them around unsuspecting noobs. <laughs> I've been told haven't actually tried that myself yeah at all <laughs> not, at 3am wasn't me what is a penis it's been a long time hasn't it gramps <laughs> uh, well
0: well it's sad to hear your story about tabula Rasa.
3: i don't know it seems like a lot of gamers are complaining that it's just too damn fast
0: that's that's I mean, unfortunate
3: maybe it's not just me
0: no no maybe it's only meant for Fourteen-year-olds,
2: or people. And with I can pulse. understand that it, they would want to play it too. I mean, games aren't limited to older people, but meh. <laughs> well, I want to be able to target something and just
3: mash my key. Well, maybe Noah, Jason, and I can do some research for you, and then maybe for the next episode we can come up with a game that's more more playable well I hope so we'll do our best I think
0: I think Noah I think we can do it's it it's our mission our mission we shall find we've lost him
3: <laughs> okay let's wrap this segment up while he's asleep <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that's a wrap for tonight's show. Our special guest star. Depends. Our thought-provoking discussion about how MMOs can go to the next level.
2: The next level.
0: Sweet. And we we never got into nipple soup or anything like that. Without Jim, we don't do that. Mm. Strange coincidence. I think not. <laughs> <laughs> Is it by design? Nah, maybe. But anyways, if you enjoyed the show, please feel free to give us a review over on iTunes. And if you didn't enjoy the show, do the same. Let give us, us know. a review. <laughs> Help us figure out what we can do to but be If you didn't like our
2: show, you just suck. Thanks, Jay. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Jay always has the strongest emotional conviction about those yeah. things. <laughs> He's literally, like literally storming show, out of the studio, and in you know where you can stick it. <laughs> and our previously mentioned contest is still running, so if you have the memory of what Jim's first online video game sexual encounter was, virtual, virtual. Oh, oh that's right, he encounter. was. It. it wasn't real. <laughs> At least he says it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't real inside the game world. Hmm. <laughs> And for you
2: ladies, it lasts just a little more than 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. If you
0: want to enter into that, you can email us at mail at channelmassive.com, m a i l a i l With the subject line holiday trivia giveaway. And you can also use the same address to get in touch with all of us at once with any type of feedback that you have on the show. We hope you'll tune in next week for episode 18. Woohoo! We'll finally reach... Voting age, Ah, uh, yes, and the ability to go to strip joints, and the ability to go fight overseas, yes, sweet, and be drafted. It's God exciting.
2: bless America. <laughs> You're the national be amazing,
3: <laughs> excellent.
1: <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.